Welcome to Lifelines, a poem to save the day. Every day for 40 days. My name is Malcolm Doney and in these short episodes a poet reads one of their poems and talks about it. A lifeline to take you through a day or send you into a night. An awakening perhaps, a prayer. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Today's poet is Rachel Mann. A Lesson in Evolution The specialist wants to try seaweed, feed it strand by strand into the cavern below, leave it to settle in pools, do its work among the creatures they left behind. Who knew a body was so much sea? But beneath the crust of skin, there are trenches where beasts angle for prey, spark light from nothing but themselves. All life was water once. Perhaps I'll travel home, relearn the trick of gills, fin and scale, retreat from mud, 30 leagues out, silver-eyed, free at last. One of the risks of having surgery of any sort is infection. And having had some major surgeries in my time, I've experienced significant infections underneath the crust of the skin, as it were. And one of the things that still blows my mind, actually, is that seaweed is used to cleanse those wounds. It's a refined form of seaweed, but the seaweed is, as I say in this poem, fed beneath the crust of skin to where the wound is, and it slowly draws the poison out. It's a remarkable reminder, I think, of the way in which Creation is profoundly interconnected. I have never forgotten the time when I spoke to a bunch of sixth formers at my local school, and they proudly informed me that I was not, as a Church of England priest, permitted to believe in evolution that I had to believe in six-day creation, and it certainly led to an absolutely extraordinary conversation. I'm not sure they accepted by the end that I can be someone who believes in God, but believes in evolution. But nonetheless, it strikes me that whatever our place or position is regarding the status of the theory of evolution, that We are people who live, breathe, depend, are formed and shaped by this extraordinarily complex, but in other ways, simple ecology of life of which we are part. In the poem, I talk about how all life was water once. And that seems to me blindingly obvious when we consider either what the Bible says in terms of on the first day God separated the waters from the heavens, or if, as I do, we believe in the theory of evolution, that is where we originated from. 
And there is this sense in which our whole spirituality has this flow and movement within us. It would be absurd, I think, for any of us to become fixed beings, so doctrinaire, so obsessed with the rightness of a formed position that we cannot flow and move. Equally, it strikes me as important right here, right now, in the midst of this emerging climate crisis, that we return once again to the profound ways in which we are of this planet. That if we are to speak of salvation or hope or glory or love, it has to be framed and refracted through the facts of this planet in which we live. Who knew a body was so much sea? We are sea, the sea is us, for all life was water once. And my vision that I pre 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 and my vision which I offer at the end of this poem of traveling home, of relearning the trick of gills and fins and scale is not so absurd to me, for it indicates a deep rewiring and reworking of our place on this planet. The Bible might say we are the crown of creation, and I guess I will live with that, but we are also part of it. We are part of this emergent, ever-changing, ever-evolving reality. And as Eliot reminds us in our end, is our beginning. It seems to me that the future that I hope we have on this planet is going to be one that must be framed through a greater humility. The Bible might talk about humans being the crown of creation, but surely at this point, with the scientific knowledge we have and actually what we understand about ourselves as creatures, it's time to set aside our rapacious use of this planet. We are, it seems to me, profoundly interconnected. All life was water once. I want to travel home because this planet is home and that I might need, we might all need to travel out to see silver-eyed learning to be free at last. A lesson in evolution. The specialist wants to try seaweed, feed it strand by strand into the cavern below, leave it to settle in pools, do its work among the creatures they left behind. Who knew a body was so much sea? That beneath the crust of skin, there are trenches where beasts angle for prey, spark light, from nothing but themselves. All life was water once. 
Perhaps I'll travel home, relearn the trick of gills, fin and scale, retreat from mud, thirty leagues out, silver-eyed, free at last. Find all episodes of Lifelines, Season 1 and Season 2, at lifelines-book.com. That's where you'll also find more on our poets and their poems, and on Lifelines the Book, a collection of notes on life and love and faith and doubt. As well as our poets, this podcast is giving thanks to Malcolm Doney and to Rick Lee for making the music and editing each episode, and to you for tuning in.